Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a lower trade in the grain markets on Monday. It is 5.59 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down 10 and three quarters at 7.43 and a quarter. December corn is down six at 6.63. May soybeans down 14 and three quarters at 16.95 and a half. November beans down 12 cents at 14.84 and three quarters. May Chicago wheat down 37 at 10.65 and a quarter. May Kansas City wheat down 31 and a half at 10.79 and a quarter. May spring wheat is down 24 and a half cents at 10.79 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're on that Apple app, uh, leave me a review if you wouldn't mind. I'd appreciate it. I could certainly use some more there. If you are watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment. If you guys need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription, guys. Uh, it includes my morning email, which goes out every business day about 6 a.m., grain marketing recommendations, weather info, all of my subscriber-only videos, which have become very popular. I do a new one every single business day. I did a subscriber-only video on Friday regarding the acreage report and some of the potential wild cards. You know, this report is always kind of a, a – there's always some sort of surprise or unknown, and I feel like there's more potential for that sort of thing this go-around than any report I've seen in my career at least. So if you guys are interested in this sort of content, give that premium deal a shot. It's $49.99 a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. COVID concerns in China are a concern again here this morning. Shanghai is instituting what they're calling a two-phase lockdown. Shanghai is 26 million people, so this is a big deal. They're going to close bridges, tunnels. They're going to restrict highway traffic. The citywide lockdown will include mandatory work-from-home orders and the suspension of public transit. Mandatory testing will occur in half of the city this week and then in the second half from Friday through next Tuesday. Local governments in China have attributed the most recent COVID wave to the Omicron subvariant BA2. The lockdown, of course, increases demand concerns for everything from crude oil to soybeans, and it could be at least partially responsible for some of the weakness in the commodities this morning, I think in crude oil in particular, maybe in the grains to a lesser extent. But uh, in any case, this is something we've got to keep an eye on. You know, we, we think that COVID has as gone away to some extent, I guess, but you've always got the risk of these new variants emerging. And if China goes back to full lockdown mode, that's a problem for a lot of commodity markets, certainly. Conflict in Ukraine continues. Negotiators from both countries, Russia and Ukraine, plan to meet in Turkey this week. The two sides remain very much divided on the terms of any potential ceasefire agreement. They're, they're very far apart here. Explosions heard in several Ukrainian cities overnight. Ukraine halted all humanitarian corridors citing planned uh, Russian issues. Russia just has not really cooperated with this humanitarian corridor issue. Uh, President Biden made an off-the-cuff remark calling for the removal of Putin last night, essentially. He said this in Poland, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Uh, the U.S. And, and Washington and Biden, they've got to be careful with what they say here. I mean, we want to be tough on Russia, of course. Nobody likes what's going on. But at the same time, Russia is a nuclear power, and you can't uh, escalate this thing too far, and you can't make them think that that we're in a full-blown war against them, even though Russia may already think that to some extent. I'm not too sure. But it's like we've got to tread kind of lightly here, even though we know what's going on is, is very, very wrong. 
USDA will release its prospective plantings report on Thursday. The quarterly grain stocks report will be released simultaneously. This is uh, typically one of the most important USDA reports of the year. It's often associated with big-time volatility in the markets. According to a Reuters poll of analysts, U.S. corn acreage expected at 92 million, which would be down from 93.4 last year. Soybean acreage expected at 88.7, which would be up from 87.2 last year. All wheat acreage expected at 47.8 million, which would be up from 46.7 last year. I'll talk more about the report later this week, but Thursday morning, 11 a.m., guys, uh, that's going to be your big news item this week, I would imagine, barring uh, something out of Russia or Ukraine. USDA did report a flash sale of soybeans on Friday, about 5 million bushels to China for old crop delivery. As discussed at length here recently, old crop soybean sales uh, to China this time of year are not totally normal, and it's not totally normal to see them this consistently, but you have a South American crop that is much, much lighter than we thought originally. You're talking at least a billion bushels lighter uh, South America in total versus preseason expectations, so some additional demand there. Interest rates are rising and rising fairly quickly here. Now, the Fed, of course, to this point has only made one small rate hike. Still, your longer term yields and rates have spiked. Yield on the 10 year U.S. Treasury hit 2.5% this week. That's the highest since May of 2019. Your average 30 year mortgage rate was near 4.5% last week, and that was up sharply from, you know, back in December, we were 3.2% on average. So, interest rate markets clearly kind of front running what will likely be several more rate hikes from the Fed this year. Pending home sales declined for a fourth consecutive month. So operating money, any sort of borrowing is already becoming quite a bit more expensive, despite the fact that the Fed has only made that one small hike. We did have a cattle on feed report on fr- out on Friday. Uh, it was seen as being a little bit bearish relative to expectations. The cattle on feed number was very close to expectations at, at 101%. The placements number was 109. The trade expected 106.5. So some people are expecting the, the market to open a little bit lower this morning off that marketing's uh, 105 versus 104 expected. Cash trade was mostly 138 on Friday, not a ton of cash cattle trade. On the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is higher this morning. The S&P is up three points and the Dow is up 20 points, pretty quiet, but uh, that stock market's been very strong. The bonds are up. Precious metals are down sharply. Gold's down 24 bucks. Crude oil, again, sharply lower. I think partially on this China news that may WT. May WTI down $5.40 at 108.50 last trade. Everybody have a great week. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.